Well, I've been to the mountain, and I've been in the wind. I've been in and out of happiness. I've dined with kings, and I've been offered wings, and I've never been too impressed. Hello, and welcome to this week's A Photographic Life. Uh, those words there sung by Bob Dylan, and uh, I make no apology for uh, using the words of the great Bob once again in this podcast, because for me, they always seem to cut right through to so many different things that I feel. But anyway, there's a kind of a theme uh, this week, not deliberate, as always, just seem to come together that way. And strangely, in these times of... Uh, I suppose as yeah, we're, we're cooped up, aren't we? You know, this, these times of containment. Uh, this week's theme is travel. You can always uh, bet that this podcast isn't going to deliver, I suppose, what you're expecting. So why travel? Well, I think really what I started to think about this week was um, one of the comments that a lot of uh, students say to me when I first ask them why they want to be a photographer, why do they want to study photography. And so often uh, the answer to that is because they want to travel. And I always say to them, well, you can travel and not be a photographer. You don't have to be a photographer to travel. And actually, most of the great stories might actually be sitting there right on your doorstep. That often confuses them a little bit because they've always seen travel and photography being these kind of natural bedfellows. And I suppose in a way what that made me think was what I actually say about photography, which is it's a key. It's a key to a door. It's a key that takes you to so many places. So I suppose in a sense, rather than making that direct connection between photography and travel, what we're really talking about is photography as a passport that allows you to travel. Uh, and I suppose if I look back at my own career, that's exactly what's happened. I just come from an ordinary background in South London, um, but I've met so many celebrities, or as I lo often like to refer to them, people you may have heard of. Um, my heroes, people of note and people of interest. And I've been lucky enough to travel from the Afghan border uh, down to Sao Paulo, from Sydney to the North Pole, all because of photography. And I suppose really what we're in this state now whereby we can't travel. And uh, I suppose there's a sense of travelling in the mind as well, isn't there? But we're going to see so many COVID projects appearing over the, uh, the coming weeks and months, I'm sure, being created by photographers who are contained. But perhaps that travel also can be something that's less exotic, maybe on that, that short walk that we're allowed or that journey outside we're allowed. Maybe that's where work will come from. Maybe that will be our travel in future. I'm sure that when we're all allowed to travel again, if there are airlines and everything else still in place, many of us are going to really be desperate to get out there and really make the most of the world. But of course, what that really boils down to is not just traveling for the sake of traveling, but traveling to tell the stories that are so important to us. So going back to that idea of what Bob said there, you know, you can go to all of these different places, but it's not the places themselves that are impressive. It's what we find within those places, the stories that we find to tell and how we tell them. 
that, I suppose, goes back to this idea of the COVID projects. I think it's really difficult within a confined space to come up with something original and unique. But as I said last week, maybe that is the challenge that we're all faced with at the moment. Maybe that challenges to really reassess that idea of travel and that idea of storytelling in the work that we create and not rely on that idea of being in a place to find that story. But maybe we need to find that story wherever we may be. Continuing that idea of travel, this week's photographer uh, explaining to us what photography means to him is Ragnar Axelson who was born in 1958 um, and for over 40 years has been photographing the people, animals and landscape of the most remote regions of the Arctic, including Iceland, Siberia and Greenland. A photojournalist at the Icelandic newspaper Morgenbladid since 1976, He's also worked on assignment in Latvia, Lithuania, Mozambique, South Africa, China and the Ukraine. And his photographs have featured in Life, Newsweek, Stern, Geo, National Geographic and Time. And he's been exhibited widely. Ragnar has published seven books in various international editions. Uh, Andlit Nordesons, The Face of the North, was published in 2016 with a foreword by Mary Ellen Mark and won the 2016 Icelandic Literary Prize for Non-Fiction. His most recent book, Joko, I hope I've said that correctly, Glacier, was published in 2018. Ragnar's work has been recognised through numerous Icelandic photojournalist awards, the Leica Oscar Baranak Award, an honourable mention there, uh, the Grand Prize Photo de Mer Van, and Iceland's highest honour, the Order of the Falcon Knight's Cross. Ragnar is currently working on a three-year project documenting people's lives in all eight countries of the Arctic. Photography means everything to me. It's uh, been such a big part of my life since I was 10 years old when I got my father's Leica borrowed to take photographs on a farm where I, where I stayed as a kid. I photographed uh, the people, the farmers, and I photographed landscape. I photographed the glaciers, which now are melting. And they will, in Iceland, they will all be gone in 150, 200 years. So uh, the document things, uh, changing things on the planet is very important. And looking back at the old masters in photography, like uh, W. Eugene Smith, Henry Cartier-Bresson, Mary Ellen Mark, James Nachtway, uh, Salgado and Don McCullen. Uh, those masters of photography uh, did extraordinary things and it's among the best ever that has been done on this planet in photography. And um, it's, a, it's a drive that they give to every photographer, every photographer who is uh, keen on doing things that matters. So they, and to me, best journalists in the world or documentary people in the world are photographers and filmmakers. They have to be where the bullets are flying or go to extreme places and dancing on the edge, being where the cold is almost killing you, to show the world what's really going on. I've been photographing the Arctic for more around 40 years, and the Arctic is going to be the biggest issue on the planet in coming years because it's, there's a lot of things happening there, it's melting. 
and villages are closing down and the hunters are declining. So I've been documenting this kind of life and I'm, we, are, we are three friends who made our own company, a publishing company, to do books about the Arctic and exhibitions because we believe that it has to be shown no matter what people think about uh, climate change, whether it's happening because of us or, or just natural causes or whatever it is, it has to be documented because it is happening now. And um, it never coming back. Those little villages and the hunters who are quitting as hunters, they will never start being hunters again. And the young generation is not going to be hunters. They want to live a different kind of life. They watch TV and they see James Bond and they want to live a different kind of life. So that is something that is very exciting to document. We are doing all eight Arctic countries, photographing the life up there and doing a big book. We're doing a book about the Arctic dog, which is coming out soon. And the stories from the hunters, which are beautiful. And most of my drive in, in my pictures is from those great people like Don McCullen. And I got his books and he wrote in it a beautiful sentence to me and it means so much for me. It's like um, being, he's, to me, he, in, in photography, he's like the Beatles and uh, everybody wants to copy the Beatles or write a song that is close to their songs. So that's my drive and it's really, really uh, uh, great to have, like I look at them as friends kind of because it's uh, my teachers and mentors. Like Mary Ellen was my teacher, a friend of friends. He came here and she has taught me so much. And the passion she had till the end was enormous. And it's among the best things ever done is her work. And those photographers are among the best ever to walk on this planet. And I believe photography will live. Some people say it's dead, the golden years are over. I believe it's a door that will one day people will see how, the, how important the photograph is and it will be respected as it uh, should be because uh, among the best uh, journalists in the world or documentary people in the world are photographers. And so photography is my life and always will be. It's stuck with me and I absolutely love it. And my passion is in black and white, where I grew up in the darkroom with my father, showed me things and the magic when the picture is coming up. So I grew up with the film. Uh, but digital is so great today and I do on digital what I can't do in the darkroom. I don't want, I made my own rules. I can't go over the ads where I can go. I just do what I can do in the darkroom. I print in the darkroom, I burn in dots and the same thing I do with the digital pictures. And that's uh, because you see a lot of photographs uh, and color photographs which have very bright colors and those colors, are, they don't exist on this planet, it's from another planet. I don't know what planet, but it doesn't, it's not right. But uh, you can do it uh, when you do, like if you call it art or whatever you want, or category you want to be in, but not in documentary work, it has to be honest. So. I really, really, I think, and I dream in pictures, so I think I will be dreaming on. And I hope that it will, in the end, what we're doing will mean something. And it's a quest for uh, the photograph. 
for every photographer and it takes a lifetime. Maybe you will get there and get the picture. Maybe you will not, but at least you're trying. And you never know when a photograph will be a legendary photograph. Thank you, Ragnar, for your contribution this week. Covering all the posts, regular listeners will, uh, I'm sure, recognise and pick up on so many different elements that Ragnar spoke about there that previous contributors have spoken about. The importance of great photographers, uh, the importance of family members in starting us off uh, with the medium and with photography. And I suppose that ongoing sense of commitment um, based on kind of personal passions. So pretty much everything there, I think, in uh, that five minutes from Ragnar. And uh, thanks very much to him for contributing. We really are global now um, with our contributors, and I, I love that. As you can probably just hear, the dog next door is just barking, and uh, regular podcasters again will know that that means that the postman has just arrived. Anyway, as always, despite interruptions, we keep going. Uh, I suppose that's quite relevant, really, that I've just been interrupted, because one of the things that um, I'm sure we're all pretty aware of now is the amount of uh, interviews that are occurring on television, um, where people are in their homes, and uh, the amount of communication that we're all doing with Skype and with Zoom and with um, Google Hangouts and House Party, which I just used the other day with my daughters. And what these, of course, are doing are giving us an insight into the homes of where people live. And so often in that, what I've been seeing is uh, bookshelves. And there seems to be a, a real interest in what's on people's bookshelves, and particularly amongst photographers. I posted a few little... Um, uh, snaps, I suppose, of some of the bookshelves in my home, and people seem to really like them. And uh, I've seen a lot of photographers doing the same thing. Of course, what that shows or what that demonstrates is the importance of those photo books to all of us in that idea of seeking inspiration and seeing how other people work and how they create narratives. It's one of the things that I always recommend to young photographers to do is to begin their library of photography books. I think quite often nowadays, um, the photo book can seem as a bit of an anachronism to a lot of young photographers, because why would you own it when you can see this stuff online? Well, of course, any photographer who has books which are they have emotional attachments uh, attachments to and uh, intellectual attachments to will we'll know that um, I suppose you can have too many, but those few that you return to again and again are just so important. And it was interesting there, I felt, that uh, Ragnar was talking about a copy of his own book which had been commented on. Uh, by uh, in I should say uh, by Don McCarlan and uh, how important that was to him and I think in these times that recognition of the importance and speaking up really I think for other photographers and, and name checking them is so important because we are at a time whereby I think maybe a lot of us are reflecting on kind of where we are and it's kind of like a forced um, kind of breather really a forced um I suppose, time in which we can reflect and we should reflect and we should analyse. I saw something the other day about somebody saying that um, whatever happens after this is all over, things will have changed. And a really good idea is not to um, spend this time thinking about 
will things go back to how they were? But how can we be in the new change? And, and how will the new environment, I suppose, um, how will that impact on us? And therefore, I suppose there's a sense of taking control there. A sense of taking control of your own destiny, taking responsibility for where you will be and where we will all be um, when this is over. It's an unsettling time, but by taking that control, by actually sort of taking that responsibility and thinking about how things can be improved, I think that's, that's got to be a good thing, hasn't it? It's got to be a sense of control when perhaps a lot of people feel as if they're being done unto so many discussions around that outside of photography but um, certainly from a photographic perspective spending this time to look at work created in another time um, and also all of that work um, on the photo books that have been done previously you know that's got to be good and it's got to inform us so anyway uh, Ragnar there I think uh, laying down uh, some really interesting uh, points also really good from my perspective to have a photographer on who's talking about the ecological impact and how photography as a documentation can look at that we haven't had many photographers dealing with those subjects but i'm really hoping that uh, over the coming months we will do and perhaps also as i was saying at the beginning of this uh, particular episode perhaps we're also in a a point of which we should be rethinking the kind of stories we should be telling and the kind of work we do. Maybe that's another good thing to be doing now as well, is just kind of reassessing and replanning our relationship with the medium, but also our relationship with the storytelling aspect of that medium. I know it's something I talk a lot about, storytelling and narrative, but I really do think it's important to all of us as photographers and pretty much every photographer we've had on the podcast explaining what photography means to them have really focused on their role as storytellers and as narrators. So interesting again there, perhaps, with uh, Ragnar's contribution this week. So I hope you're all feeling OK. I hope you're not going too mad um being locked up i hope it's not getting on top of you too much i shouldn't use that word mad i do apologize for that i just do hope it's not getting on top of you too much and i suppose really we've just got, all got to be very sensitive to each other's feelings um over the coming week um i'll be trying to do a lot of the stuff i've been suggesting that you um you consider and you think about and of course uh, in everything that i do and in everything that you do I really hope that you can take care. Mm -hmm.